Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. It is, uh, we are deep into the holiday season here. Um, and it's the holidays everywhere, even in places where things aren't going well. So we have our tree. We have a beautiful tree with great ornaments uh, to celebrate this very special and momentous time. It is even the holidays for Hunter Biden, who are uh, the president's son, uh, in the unending persecution of artists in America. <laughs> They're trying to get him on nine counts of tax evasion. This guy's got to remember to not smoke crack, not fuck hookers, not leave blow in the White House, and pay your taxes? It seems a little lofty of an ideal to hold a human being to that standard. There are so many things this guy has to remember when he wakes up. Don't call anyone I've ever met. Don't reach out to any of the exes. Don't call my brother's ex, who's my dead brother's ex. Don't fuck her. Don't do that again. Don't commit a... Uh, federal drug crime. Don't commit a felony. He's got a lot on his plate. And he's an artist. Okay? And many of you don't relate to that because you are not artists. But he's an artist. Hunter Biden sees the world, the imperfections, the terrible things, and he wants to make them into something beautiful. For you, that's what artists do. What's interesting about this is you know Gavin Newsom, that snake, had this done. Because he wants to be the president. So he directed his cronies in California to charge Hunter Biden, recovering addict, artist, father, right? <laughs> Yeah. Father, recovering addict, artist, father, son of our president, who's very present and in the moment and not at all dead, our president. And it's this is a beautiful family that is now being attacked by the silver-tongued, although not so silver-tongued in that debate with DeSantis, let's be honest. Gavin got a little cocky and kind of kind of shit the bed. Um but I can't believe that they got this guy on tax evasion. Hunter Biden was indicted on nine tax charges in California as a special counsel investigation into the business dealings of President Joe Biden's son intensifies against the backdrop of the 2024 election. They cannot get Biden to quit. This is the thing. He won't quit. I don't know if it's him that won't quit. Maybe it is him. Every poll that is being released is basically like, you cannot run. You cannot walk. You, you, you can't do it. You're going to lose. You're putting us at a big disadvantage in the general election. They have him matched up against Trump. Anyone, DeSantis, dead people. Biden always comes out the loser by like 10 points. So now I think they've basically, now they're going to basically see like, well, 
let's see how much we can leak on his son because this guy won't leave. And I don't know why he won't leave. What did he do? What did this guy, what are they afraid of the next person finding? This is the only thing I've cooked up in my own head and I may not be correct. What are they afraid of? Why will he not leave? What what do they not want the next person stumbling upon? Why would he even want this gig? Why do you even want the job? So now Hunter, his the only son he has left, three felonies, six misdemeanors, in addition to federal firearms charges in Delaware alleging Hunter Biden broke laws against drug users having guns in 2018. Why shouldn't a drug user have guns, Delaware? They need them. (laughs) Drug users need them more than regular people. They come after the implosion of a plea deal over the summer that would have spared him jail time, putting the case on track to a possible trial as his father campaigns for re-election. Well, there it is. Biden's campaigning for re-election, the Hunter Biden trial. He spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his tax bills. Yeah. So what? They say he owes $1.4 million in taxes because between 2016 and 2019, he wasn't paying his taxes. He was smoking crack. But the back taxes have since been paid. So I don't understand what the problem is. If convicted, he could face a maximum of 17 years in prison. Based on the facts of the law, if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware and now California would not have been brought, Lowell said. Here's the thing. I would almost argue the opposite. It's like nobody's had more leniency kind of than this guy. Think about this. This guy is the son of the president. He has videos of himself smoking crack and holding guns to escorts' heads. (laughs) We're kind of chill about this. We've been pretty chill about it. You know, like, everybody's kind of been chill. It hasn't been like, like, obviously the Republicans have, you know, been like, hey, man, you suppressed that story the laptop, which they did. It's a fact. They didn't want that story out. But people have been kind of chill here about the content, which is like, this guy was wild. Like, I'm sure Roger Clinton was wild, Bill Clinton's brother, and Neil Bush. But we just don't have photo and video evidence of every fucked up thing they've ever done. With this guy... I mean, you can see him smoking crack, guns to the heads of hookers. Can we get any of that up that we can play without it being a problem? Uh, Some of it's in scrub. I can find some of that for sure, yeah. What's what's interesting about it is people are like, well, he's being attacked because his name is Biden. It's like, no, no, no one could do that. If my aunt found my uncle's laptop and he had even one of the videos that Hunter Biden had, his whole life would be ruined. Can you imagine that? If anyone found, think to yourself, 
You have a laptop, maybe in, uh, I don't know, your spare room. Your wife finds it, your husband, your significant other, other, your kids. They find a laptop. On the laptop is photos and videos of you smoking crack with hookers in the Ukraine. Anyone, anyone's life would have been ruined. This guy's doing well. He's painting. He lived in Malibu up until recently, maybe still does. This guy's doing great. There's no way my uncle could have a laptop with photos and videos of him doing the things Hunter Biden did and end up in Malibu. No way. No way. No one. No one. If you recorded every bad thing you've ever done, fucking hookers, guns to their head, lines of coke, cooking crack, if you recorded every single thing you've ever done, your life would be ruined over. Your wife would divorce you. She would take everything. The judge would be like, buddy, what the fuck? You'd go into rehab. You could potentially be charged with something I don't know. Documents, text, and videos obtained by Daily Mail show Hunter Biden spent a staggering 30000 on escorts in a five-month period. By the way, 30000 in five months, you can do that. <laughs> That's not that stagger. I mean, it's, I mean, come on. He's not, these aren't bottom-of-the-barrel whores here. He's got, he's got good whores. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine that if you spent $30,000 on escorts in five months and recorded the entire thing and then your wife found it, you would be DOA, dead. He's doing pretty good. He's still at the White House. They still let him in the White House. He still gets to stand on the balcony. He's probably still leaving cocaine in the White House. He had an art show. Didn't Hunter Biden have like a show of his work? Yeah, it was here in Soho. Yeah, he had a show <laughs> of his work in Soho? This is not a guy who's like a hopeless guy who... People will, well, it's a, he's being persecuted because of his name. No, 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 no. It's his name, which is the reason that the guy can live in Malibu and have art shows in Soho. No regular human being can spend 872000 on prostitutes, porn, and sex club memberships. Take $1.6 from ATMs. <laughs> By the way, it's a job his father got him in the Burisma fucking around in the Ukraine. That's how he has all this money. He's a lawyer. Lawyers don't have any money anymore, by the way. Anyone listening to this thinking about becoming a lawyer, when you graduate law school now, you're you're impoverished for like 15 years. Mm. You can't make any money. There's like 20 lawyers that have any money. It's not a lucrative thing anymore. Doctors, same thing. You talk to the big real estate agents, you go... Who did you represent 20, 30 years ago? They go, it was doctors, lawyers. They go, now I don't have one doctor, one lawyer. They can't afford shit. It's all tech, finance, creative people on a very high level, and athletes. Lawyers and doctors are out. This guy's a lawyer. How the fuck's he taken 1.6 out of an ATM? It's because he had a fucking job where there was a slush fund, which he used for hookers and blow. And by the way, I'm not even moralizing about any of that. I've had my own problems. I'm not moralizing. I'm not saying that this guy should be condemned 
I'm saying he's getting less than what a normal person would get. I sat in uh, AA for years. I still do occasionally. Uh, It's not anonymous when it's my program. I keep other people's anonymity. I don't give a shit whether you know what I'm in or not. I don't go enough. I should go more. But I've heard stories of how people's lives get wrecked when they do what he's done. I've lived them. Right? I lost a house. My credit got shredded. I lived with comics on couches and rooms in New York City for years working shit jobs trying to learn how to be funny. There was no art gallery show in Soho. There were no (laughs) high-end rehabs. I didn't live in Malibu. I wasn't invited to the White House. That was not part of my sobering up journey. I had tax problems, too. I had to pay the fucking money. I had to get a shitty little lawyer that didn't really care, who tried their best, and we paid the fucking money back. I didn't really owe that much money. He owed a lot more than me. But this idea that, like, Hunter Biden's had it particularly rough is insane. Mm -hmm. That's insane. It's crazy. He's not had it particularly rough. I know tons of addicts whose entire lives, and they didn't do a fraction of what he did. I know people who lost their entire lives because they drank too much one night and got in a car and got pulled over. Didn't hurt anyone, didn't kill anyone. Didn't have, uh, you know, 200 videos of uh, Ukrainian human trafficking victims fucking them with a gun to their head. They just made a left when they shouldn't have. They got pulled over, they lost their car, they lost their job. They had to pay restitution. They, They didn't have the money for it. It took them years to get their lives back. Years. So this idea that the Democrats are going to be like, well, it's actually Hunter is paying a price that other people don't pay. He's paying far less of a price than any drug addict ever that's been caught with anything. And no matter what you believe politically, I don't care if you love Joe Biden and hate Donald Trump, you have to agree if you're a rational person that Hunter Biden is not paying the price that other people have paid. How many drug addicts, by the way, are are in Malibu with an art show in Soho? And, I mean, this is wild. So, Hunter's four years of wild spending, he went nuts spending money. ATMs, 1.6. 2016, he withdrew 200000 This is, by the way, a lesson in progressive uh, drug use as well and how it gets worse. <laughs> 2016, 200 grand. 2016 is probably not that bad. He's smoking crack occasionally, a couple of lines of the powdered cocaina. It's okay. Things aren't great, but it could be worse. <laughs> 2017, 503000 out of an ATM. Now, he's not taking this money out to tip valets. (laughs) Understand this money goes right to the dealer. I know I was a drug addict for many years. That's why when I'm talking about him, I'm not condemning the act of using drugs. I'm condemning this idea that he's had it particularly rough. He hasn't. 500,000 in 2017. 2018, things get a little unmanageable. $772,000 out of ATM or cash withdrawal 
where he shows up sniffling at a bank and goes, I, I got to take some money out. I need some money now. And he goes in, he's got a nice suit because he spent a lot of money on clothes. That's the next thing coming up. <laughs> Clothing and accessories, he spent a total over those. And then, so the last year, it's 772548 the exact same amount of money. So that's where he maxed out. That's where he was going to die. He was doing eight, about $800,000 worth of crack a year around that. And hookers, mm-hmm. hookers and crack, about 800000 of hookers and crack. That was his budge. That was the budget in 2019. You're telling me you spent 800000 on hookers and crack two years in a row? You have an art show in Soho? No. <laughs> My, and nobody I know, no one you know, by the way. I'm talking about celebrities. I'm talking about a lot of people. I'm not just talking about broke people or middle-class people. I'm talking about, like, people that I know that have done really, really well. If they had behaved like that, it would be over, over. There would be no second or third act. This guy's got the benefit of his second or third act. And the only, and if he is being, which he's not, if this is all political, and that's the only reason that they're doing this, and obviously Newsom may be involved in it, trying to get him out. I don't know if he is or not. It doesn't make Newsom look great either, by the way, to to, to show that this is, you know, this, he keeps talking about how great Biden is. This is his son. If he is being, if any of this is politically motivated, it's because his dad won't just not be the president. His dad won't just walk away and let someone else run. So, but I don't think it is. Like, here's the deal. He's a known guy, so he's he's being prosecuted because they know what he did. Whether it's political or not, they, they know what he did. The crimes are public. They're out in the open. He didn't pay the taxes. So this idea that, like, you know, my favorite one is health, beauty, and pharmacy. In 2016, he spent 54000 2017, he spent 110,000. 2018, 46,000. 2019, uh, less, 26,000 on health, beauty, and pharmacy. 2019, he's like, listen, no condoms anymore. <laughs> the condom budget's done. We don't need condoms. Honey, you don't need tweezers and Q tips. It doesn't matter. No condoms. That's the only one that goes down is health, beauty, and pharmacy. You don't need Claritin. Get in the car. <laughs> Get in the car. You know, 2016, he's really nice about it. He's like, yeah, go and get, go and get whatever you want. <laughs> get whatever you want. What do you, what, what do you need? You want, oh, I've got, oh, you girls love your nails. Go in there and get nail, nail polish remover, whatever you need. I'll be in the car. You go in there and get whatever you want. 2019, he knows these whores for a while. He's like, will you get in the fucking car, okay? <laughs> you know I'm clean. We don't need a condom. You know I'm clean. My father's fucking gonna be the president. Um... So that sucks, but we wish, we wish, what do we wish him? We wish him well. We wish him well. I'm telling you right now, I, 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 so many people are doing e-commerce right now, and so many people are unfortunately unaware of ShipStation. And the reality is ShipStation is something that is so essential, especially for a new business or even for an established one. Don't get stuck worrying about shipping orders. Let ShipStation do the heavy lifting. So you and your team can put your time, money, energy into more important things. When it comes to those inevitably uh, inevitable holiday returns, ShipStation automates, recommends exchanges, 
and gathers customer feedback. So even if they bought the wrong size or color, they'll have a great experience. Whether you're shipping from your house or multiple warehouses, ShipStation can increase your holiday profitability. You can quickly and easily update crucial order information, reducing errors, effortless integration with Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. ShipStation manages orders, prints labels, compares rates. Here's what's amazing about ShipStation. They handle your entire back office. You put the time and effort and energy into what you need to, which is the creative end, generating clients, marketing, you know, the origination of ideas, right? That's what powers a business. The sales end. Over 130,000 companies have scaled their e-commerce business with ShipStation. 98% of companies that use it for a year become customers for life. Get discounts up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. This is what I love. You get a free 60-day trial. So basically, you get 60 days free trial using this service. If you use code Tim Dillon, go to ShipStation.com, code Tim Dillon. Everybody buys shit on the internet. I don't care what you're doing. You live in Tennessee, an area, you got some fun-looking acorns and stuff, sell them on the internet. Sell anything on the internet. Old lunch boxes. People are going to buy them on the internet. If you want to go to craft store, I mean, Gary Vee talks about this stuff all the time, and he's never wrong. If you go to old, weird craft stores and shit, you buy shit, sell it on the internet. How are you going to do it? ShipStation, 60-day free trial. ShipStation.com, code Tim Dillon. S-H-I-P station.com, code Tim Dillon. It's more important than ever right now to be healthy. And if you want farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door, skip trips to the grocery store, especially now during the holidays, it is packed. Go to HelloFresh. Make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why, you know, these frozen things, when you get them, they're never the same. It's never the same. That's why you need a meal kit. You want to stress less holiday season with the help of HelloFresh? Skip the grocery store. Save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. It's so easy. You make these 10-minute lunches. So easy. Fresh food, never frozen. Delivered to you. You cook it easy. You, you want a date? Nice date is making a dinner with somebody. Let this person that you've just invited into your life see that you value yourself, your health, cooking, being home. People like that. I'm telling you, it's such a big deal right now to show a potential partner, mother or father of your child, that you really value eating food at home and being healthy. After a full day of work, there's so much to do. HelloFresh is great. It's great for families. It's great for single people. We use it. I use it. All of my friends are really using it now, and we're all very excited. It excites us. I'll call someone. I go, what are you doing? They go, cooking HelloFresh. And, and, but, but, but they say it. There's something in their voice that's nice. They're happy. They, go, I'm, they say, I'm cooking HelloFresh. But it's not as crazy as that. It's, it's more of a, I'm, I'm cooking HelloFresh. It's like they're in a musical or something. And you could just hear it. Maybe they're chopping a little onion or putting something in a pan. Um, it's so easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TimDFree. Use the code TIMDFREE, T-I-M-D-F-R-E-E, for free breakfast for life. Are you fucking nuts? This is what they're giving. If you don't do this, you're crazy. Tim D. Free, free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life. You don't have to pay for breakfast. Now, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening, King Tut? It's the ornament. 
Tim D. Free, free breakfast for life. What are you, nuts? McDonald's, America needs, and what I've always said is, where are we? I always say that as a country, go, where are we? What do we need? Where are we? What do we need? These are the things that keep me up at night. I go, where are we? What do we need? And you know what we need? We need more McDonald's. That's our medicine. We need more McDonald's. The prescription for what this country needs is more McDonald's in a slightly different, because look at what McDonald's has done. It's a legendary concept originating where all good things do in California, where you can get cheeseburgers for almost nothing whenever you want. That's what McDonald's is. It's other things. Yes, it's Grimace and the hamburger. It's fun. They have the play place. The McGriddle's nice. But it's it's the beginning of fast food, the idea and the concept that someone somewhere is going to hand you a hot cheeseburger through a window immediately pretty much whenever you want. That is one of the most revolutionary concepts in American history. You may think we've abused that concept, and there's certainly some evidence. I've abused it. I know my friends have abused it. But that is what McDonald's is. McDonald's is now launching a new concept. It's being launched in Bolingbrook or Bolingbrook, Illinois. Bolingbrook, Illinois. It's called Cosmics. C-O-S-M-C's. It's not open yet. There was a team full of actors in the drive-thru filling a, uh, filming a commercial, so the menu was up, and I was able to snap a few pics from afar. It's a, a mix of a lot of new drink offerings and an all-day breakfast menu of new items. So here's what McDonald's has realized. They look at Starbucks, and they go, Starbucks is killing people with drinks. Much easier. Look look at any Starbucks. There's not a lot of people working in a Starbucks. It's a pretty pared-down concept. You can kill a good amount of people. It's a real genocide with Frappuccinos in there. You can kill them easily. You need a blender, some syrup, some ice, and a lid. That's it. You don't need grills and onions and cheeseburgers. You don't need hash browns. You don't need little apple slices to pretend to give to the kids and all that bullshit. You don't need characters. You don't need all you need. You don't need a fry cook. All you need is a couple marginally intelligent, reasonably desperate people to work there all day, manning the, they're all versions of a slushie. The, the maligned thing that we all hated at 7-Eleven we all made fun of because it is heinous. The Quickie Mart slushy from The Simpsons. The, the just cold slush in your uh, glass is what a Frappuccino is. Now, of course, it tastes better. It's got caffeine. It's coffee. It's sugar. But that's what Starbucks does. You know, yes, they do coffee. They do other things. Well, what about the paninis? Yeah, sure, sure. But what they do is every month at Starbucks, they have a new way to kill you. They have a 
caramel uh, macchiato with toasted coconut. They have a mocha cookie crumble. They have a, it's a milkshake. That's all it is. And they have holiday. They have a caramel brulee, peppermint, mocha, you know. And what these things do is they're addictive. You ever had a Frappuccino? I have. You drive through. The third sip, I may get one after this, just <laughs> hearing myself talk about it. The third sip or fourth sip of a Frappuccino, your eyes open. Your, your headache, if you have a tiny little headache, it goes away. You make that right turn onto the fucking, uh, you know, onto the service road or the parkway or the highway, and you are doing good. And you put it in the cup holder, and maybe there's a song that Mariah, I don't want to laugh. And 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 you are just you are on you're riding the horse of sugar, and it tastes good. And now I used to do it with a little perkadoodle do. I'd have a Percocet, and you put a Marlboro Menthol light in your mouth, or a Newport, or a Marlboro light. Oh Lord Jesus! Oh Lord! And then the shit that would just gather in your stomach that you would take in the office. And you would spend the first 10 minutes in the office shitting that glorious Percocet Starbucks cigarette shit. Now, when you have when you have an office job, these are the small, lovely pleasantries we talked about a couple episodes back. So what McDonald's has realized, because all these executives sit around and they basically go, how do we kill people? How do we kill them? How do we do it? How do we kill people? And peep, the McDonald's goes, you know, they're coming after red meat. Yeah, they don't like that. They're saying that the cow's farting is killing the ozone layer. Everybody's getting skin cancer. The waters are going to rise. Going to be a real day after tomorrow situation. You know, Miami, Manhattan, all these places flooded. California's on fire. Not good. Uh, we don't like it. Not good. So they go, we got to figure out how... To transition out of red meat. This is what McDonald's, I truly believe they thought like this, because they're smart. They're not dumb. They're smart. And they go, how do we kill people? Make that big. This is how you kill people. <laughs> this is how you kill people. With a churro frappe. <laughs> churro frappe. S'mores cold brew. This is how you kill people. <laughs> this is how you kill people in a world that has turned against red meat. We've turned against a cheeseburger. Red meat's a symbol of the patriarch. You don't give a shit about anything. I be, I bet you hit trans people with a stick. So the churro frappe comes. The s'mores cold brew. Can you imagine that? <laughs> the sour cherry energy burst for the minorities. <laughs> There's got to be something for them. There's nothing wrong with it. Tropical, what does that say? Spice aid looks a little like spick aid, but I, that's <laughs> theirs. That's what they, it's spice aid. Blueberry ginger burst for the people who are like, I just need a little cleansing today. Blackberry mint green tea. Island pick me up punch. Ooh. Berry hibiscus sour aid. Popping pear slush. <laughs> Popping pear slush. Sour tango lemonade. Chai frappe burst. Turmeric spice light. So now what they'll do they do this, and then they also have, like, a green tea. It's just like McDonald's has the salad. Here's how you kill people. And by the way, if you don't think I'm going to uh, Bowling Brook, Illinois, 
in like a day, (laughs) you're crazy because I, this does look phenomenal. Now, but this is, they are trying to kill you. And knowing that is okay because everybody hates cynicism. Conan O'Brien, who I think is a brilliant comedian who I respect and love and everything he's done, I love. But he said one day, there's one moment I had a little disagreement with him, but he is such a iconic, legendary guy that you just, everything he says, he goes, yeah, I, I bet he, parts of what he's saying I understand, where he goes, I hate cynicism. It's my least favorite emotion, and it doesn't produce anything good. I understand what he's saying and where he's coming from, but I've always valued a little bit of cynicism, and I'll tell you why. It can keep you alive, and it can keep you, um, it can keep you from getting in trouble. Too much delusion isn't good. Um, Ascribing motives to people that are positive isn't good. You don't know why someone's trying to help you. You don't know why. It could be because they're a lovely, amazing person and they just get off on helping people. It might be because they like the position that they're in versus the one that you're in. They might like that dynamic of being kind of above you. They might want to control you. There's all kinds of reasons. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take help or you should be overly paranoid. But, like, especially when it comes to American corporations, I think maybe a little bit of cynicism when it comes to narratives about war and peace, a little bit of cynicism. When uh, a a new credit card line is launched where they go, it's no money to no interest. You're the winner. You know, 27 months, no payment. Like, be a little cynical about these things. Um, so when McDonald's goes, we're going to open this new concept, be a little cynical. They're trying to kill you. They have something called McPops. They're little donuts filled with peanut butter and Nutella. They have a spicy queso sandwich, creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich, pretzel bites, egg McMuffins, McFlurries, caramel fudge brownie sundaes, cookies, caramel fudge brownie, the twist cone, Savory hash brown bites. But make no mistake, the star of the menu will be the drinks. That is what they want. They're trying to kill you now, primarily with liquid. It is easier. They can make it easier. It's cheaper. It gets you addicted. You're addicted, and you go, fuck it. I want a s'mores cold brew. That's how I want to start my day, with a churro frappe. And and when, when they come out with the nutrition information and what's in these, make no mistake, these will be, it will be a cup of poison. It will be sugar. Do they have any of it? I'm looking for it right now. Yeah, Let's see if we can find any of it. Want to see the churro one first? Let's see the churro frappe first. Um, what is the churro frappe working with in terms of? 610 calories. Only 610 calories for, for a drink. <laughs> 610 calories on the churro frappe. Yeah. Do we have the breakdown of sugar? Uh, not yet. It's proprietary. They're not going to give out ingredients. Yeah, they're not going to. Right. Okay. So... This is the new, it, by the way, it represents a shift. Fast food over the next months, weeks, years is going to move away from red meat. 
They're going to move away into things that feel healthy that are not. This is what's going to happen. McDonald's is the most powerful and biggest company. The fact that they're doing a drink restaurant shows you that the future is probably going to be in, in things like that. They can kill you in many different ways. They don't need to kill you the way they've always killed you. They can end your life slowly in many different ways. And the way that they're going to do it is by opening a Starbucks for people that film fight videos after school. Because that's who goes to McDonald's, a lot of people. Uh McDonald's knows where their locations are. Yes, some of them are in the suburbs. Some of them are in the city, the interstate. And what are you going to drink when a bitch pops off to another bitch and they start beating each other and 30 kids with iPhones are filming it? You know what you're going to drink? A popping pear slush. As they wipe the blood off the floor of the Bronx Grand Concourse McDonald's, you are going to hear the slurp of a churro frappe being finished at Cosmics. When the bloody floor of a Cosmics is being cleaned with ammonia by an immigrant who doesn't speak English, someone will have a cold brew s'mores and you'll hear the clink of the ice. This is marketed to people that just want to get high. It's about getting high. And McDonald's is like, we just need to run these. Do we have any art or any renderings of what these will look like inside? Uh, Here we go. Where will people drink the sour cherry energy burst or the tropical spice aid? Where will they drink that? When you are typing Free Palestine onto X, <laughs> you will be drinking a tropical spice aid. No insides yet. Just no inside. insides yet. Blue and yellow. Very interesting. So th- this is coming. This is coming. It's Sonic. It looks like Sonic. Well, what they're trying to do is they're trying to move away from what they've made their money doing, which is beef and red meat. Mm-hmm. And they know that the people that are still into red meat are, are, are people that are going, oh, it has benefits, keto, carnivore, whatever. Now, obviously, poor people still eat burgers. But it's that vast middle people that don't have enough money for a ribeye that's grass-fed, and they're not totally fucked where they're just eating White Castle. It's that vast middle class that they're the ones we try everything out on. They're the ones we go, we yell at them all the time, you know, don't use too much toilet paper. How, how long are you in the shower for? It's the middle class. The rich do whatever they want, and the poor just try to survive. The middle class, they're the ones we try out all our shit on. Every guilt trip gets delivered directly to the doors of the middle class, usually by the rich. They go, this is what you should care about, you mouth breather. So the middle class right now, they're being beaten down by don't eat red meat, red meat's bad, climate change, red meat, climate change, boom, boom, boom. It's in every article Every article that the Times is putting out, the New Yorker, even the Journal, Wall Street Journal, all of these publications are putting out the idea that red meat draw a line to climate change, draw a line to we're all flooded and dead. That burger draw a line to your mouth. And rich people don't give a shit. They, go, they own all the shit that's poisoning the planet. They don't care. And poor people are like, I have $3. What do you want me to do? I have $3. I got to eat. I got an eight-hour shift. I've been broke. 
I was a tour guide in New York City. When I got off, I had dollar pizza. I had no money. What was I going to do? Have a wild-caught salmon for $38? It's not going to happen. You don't have a lot of time. When you're poor, you're broke. Here's the hot thing that's cheap for you. So what McDonald's is smartly realizing is that this middle class that they still have to try to lure into their restaurants, they have to lure the middle class into their restaurants along with the lower class. That's why they have the, you know, all the tropical spicy. I mean, that's being aimed at people that don't have a lot of money. And then they have the blueberry green tea. This is green tea. Hibiscus. This is the hibiscus green tea. (laughs) You know, they have all of those things because those things are... Um, aimed and targeted at kind of the little white, you know, the white woman who's having a hibiscus. And I went to Cosmex. I have my hibiscus, blueberry, green tea. And man, I I wish Hamas would just tie me to a tree. (laughs) I think about just a couple of Arab men tie me to the back of a truck. I just sit there with my hibiscus tea and I sexualize monster terrorists because I'm bored. And that's what, you know, this is what Cosmix, CosMC is going to do. Um, but it does represent kind of that significant shift in what fast food has to do because this is, they have to lure you in. They have to hit you over the head. And Americans, you know, it's the, uh, it's that old adage, right? It's like the, the rich, the poor kind of get away, but it's the middle class that we... We experiment on. It's an experiment. Feeding people sugar like this is an experiment, and we're going to experiment on the lab rats in the American suburbs. That's why this is happening in Bolingbrook, Illinois. We go, this isn't happening in Malibu. They're not doing this on Park Avenue in Manhattan. They're doing it in Bolingbrook, Illinois. They're like, when you get off work at the plant, whatever plant's even left, or you're on your way to be a fifth grade teacher. You want to stop at Cosmics and get a churro frappe to just give yourself the, the buzz, the sugar high to stare at these children and get through the day. That's really what it comes down to. You know, I, everyone's going to, I went to an event the other night at Broadway show. It's so good to get out there and see live stuff, concerts, sporting events, comedy shows. Broadway shows, theater, you just want to get out there. How do you do it? I use the Game Time app. I get the best tickets. We were in like the third row orchestra. It was amazing. It was amazing. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. God. I'm telling you, if you're not using the Game Time app, I don't get it. Because it's so hard, these different, you don't know. People go, am I getting ripped off? All the time people buy tickets to my shows. They go, why are they so expensive? I go, you're using the wrong thing. You're not going directly to the source. It's so difficult. You want the tickets. You want them now. You want to pay a good price. You don't want to get hosed. It's the Game Time app. It's easy. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. They want to fill last-minute seats. You get so many good deals. Football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, more. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code TIM for $20 off your first purchase. I'm telling you, I use this now. I go to a lot of things. I take friends to things. It is the only way, it is the easiest way to just get great tickets to anything. It's such an easy interface, easy to use. It's really good. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are that really they, you're not going to find that. You're not going to find it, okay? They've done their work. 
You're not going to find it. What, you think you're going to find it? You're not. Why don't you let them do what they're good at? And you do what you're good at, sitting on your ass. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code TIM for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code TIM for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Everybody's trying to protect themselves online from the government or from people, these, these hackers or these people that are buying your data, selling your data, harvesting your data, your banking information, identity theft. ExpressVPN is the move. We all have it and love it and use it. It works on all of my devices, whether I'm on my phone, tablet, laptop, whatever. I'm always protected. Best of all, ExpressVPN is super easy to use. All I do is tap one button and turn it on and I'm protected. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of privacy. If you're not using a VPN, you're behind the times because everybody is. And it's a great way to protect yourself. Most of us are doing more and more online. Our banking, our dating, our living so how are we going to protect ourselves? You have a door on your house, don't you? Do you have a door? Well, if you have a door, take yourself off the naughty list with the number one VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Tim Dillon. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Tim Dillon. If you have a door on your house. If you don't have a door on your house, then don't do it because you live dangerously. But if you have a fucking door... On your house or apartment, if you have a door, go to expressvpn.com slash Tim Dillon. This helps the show. Supporting our sponsors helps our show, but it really helps you. I don't need you. You need ExpressVPN because I do need you a little. But here's ExpressVPN. You go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is what happens when you don't use ExpressVPN. You want to hear? Oh, my. Honey, where's our son? Our son. (laughs) Where is he? He was crying a minute ago while I was fixing our tree. Oh, I don't hear him anymore. Well, maybe go check on him. Oh, my God. What are you saying? Our son has been stolen? Our baby son? How did people know we had a baby son and where we lived? Is it, honey, did you not get ExpressVPN? No, I'm not mad. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm not mad. I'm asking you if you got ExpressVPN or if you didn't, and now that's why our son has been stolen. The namesake, the heir, the person who's going to carry on my name. Did you get, look me in the eye. You didn't, and that's why we have a stolen son. So that's what happened. See, this is what you, you want to avoid that? Do you want to avoid that? And if you want to avoid that, if you want to avoid literally your children being stolen, go to expressvpn.com slash Tim Dillon. expressvpn.com slash Tim Dillon. Everybody's in the holiday season trying to get lucky. Here's how you get lucky. Always be ready with bluechew.com. Bluechew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis at a fraction of the cost. It is shipped to your home in a very discreet package. You're not going to be embarrassed. You don't have to go to the doctor or the pharmacy, long lines waiting one of the specialists at Blue Chew will, will basically go through everything with you. It's very easy. They're made in the USA. These tablets are prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. We've got a great deal for the listeners here. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TD at checkout. That's $5 shipping. Try it. See what happens. You'll have the best sex of your life. Maybe even just by yourself, but it'll be great. BlueChew.com, promo code TD to receive your first month free. BlueChew.com, promo code TD. 
it's got to be ready. You got to be ready. It's readiness, readiness, readiness. Be aware, be ready, be ready for action. How? Be at your best, prime. How do you stay prime? Blue Chew. It is a chewable tablet that makes your penis hard. If you don't understand that, I'm saying it as plainly as I can. Chewable tablet. Ooh, look at my pee-pee is hard now. You want a hard pee-pee? Go to bluechew.com, promo code TD. Receive your first month free. You're being treated like a Rockefeller. Sitting there with your free dick pills. Promo code TD, bluechew.com, TD. I want to talk about this drug dealer that Trump let out. They released under Trump, they charged him uh, on an assault on teenager. A drug dealer who was released under former President Donald Trump's sweeping criminal justice reform has been charged with first-degree assault of a teenager. William Dreden, Dreden was indicted along with his wife, Tiffany Harrison, in connection with their alleged involvement in assault outside of Baltimore High School. Uh-oh. Authorities said that the couple accompanied their 15-year-old son to the Carver Vocational Technical High School on October 27th and allegedly joined their son in the assault of another teenager during which their son pistol whipped uh, the victim. Well, listen, do you want parents to be involved in their kids' lives or not? Do you want people invested in what their kids are doing or not? Yes or yes. If I'm going to pistol whip someone at my high school and my father and mother come with me and attack that person, that's a family memory I'll have for the rest of my life. I don't know what's going on in these inner city schools. We always hear about them. There's issues, I imagine. But I'll tell you this. Everyone always says the parents are not involved. This is what we hear all the time. The parents are MIA. They're not around. The kids are are, are running around doing all their own stuff. Well, here is a, a situation where a father and a mother decide to go to the school with their son to pistol whip someone. And you know what? I think it's nice. I think it's actually good. I think it's pretty fucking nice that a couple of weeks before Christmas... Someone that Trump let out of jail with his wife goes to support their son in a pistol whipping. I think it's nice. He secured early release from federal prison for isn't this good letting everyone out of jail? I think it's great. It seems to be working well. This no bail seems to be working well where you commit a crime and they ask you nicely not to again. It seems well, it seems great. It seems like it's a good idea to just let everyone out of jail. I don't know. I don't know. Dredden and Harrison each face 15 charges, including first-degree assault, reckless endangerment, and use of a firearm in the commission of a crime of violence. Records show that Dredden had secured early release from federal prison 14 months before the October incident after making a claim under the First Step Act, which was the most important criminal justice reform legislation passed in a decade. Baltimore police told Newsweek that Dredden had previously been arrested multiple times for drug-related charges. Dredden's criminal history is first reported by Baltimore TV. The bipartisan legislation, which aimed to cut unnecessarily long federal sentences and improve conditions in federal prisons, was widely supported by both Democrats and Republicans. Lovely. Although Trump ran a tough-on-crime campaign when he was elected to the White House in 2016. Here's the problem. See, here's what it is. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. We all think it's unfair that people that sold drugs have to spend their entire lives in prison. Mm -hmm. 
we all pretty much think that. Nonviolent drug offenders um, end up fucked with these, you know, federal mandatory minimum sentences. Rockefeller drug laws in New York, an example. You know, these are not great. Um, however, not everyone, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, you know, people aren't gonna love this. People aren't gonna love this because this is not nice to hear. Are you ready for this? Get ready. Listen closely. Listen closely. Pull, pull over, pull into Cosmics. Get your frappe, get ready for this. Not all non-violent drug offenders are going to be non-violent. I know. Bummer. Bummer. Not all non-violent drug offenders are going to be non-violent. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. Some of them will be, some of them are. Some of them are lovely and great and they got caught up and whatever. But some of them are going to pistol whip a 15-year-old at uh, school. I don't know. I don't know. What you know? Part of freedom is going with your son to pistol whip the kid at school, I guess. And you know, I guess you know you're going to get arrested for that, but you know a, a lot of this criminal justice reform like let's make the prison safer and nicer and it's all needed. We need better prisons and that rehabilitate people and don't just throw them into these boxes, you know, all these COs just start fight clubs. Um, with the people, which is a decent way to stay in shape. And, you know, fighting is now more mainstream and everybody loves it. So I don't know why they are always, you know, everybody's always like, they started a fight club. It's like, well, it's, you know. It's, uh, but here's my point. My point is this. There should be more rehabilitative, uh, you know, programs in prison. People come out of prison, they don't know what to do. But this is also going to happen. You see, if you fling open the gates of prisons and let people out, some of them are going to go to the school and pistol whip the kids with their children. Now, again, I don't, this is, a, this is a family that is chosen to act together. That's not nothing. This is kind of nice. We always hear about the inner cities that the families are not together. <laughs> I'm not making that up. This is what we hear. I don't, I'm not involved, by the way. So don't come at me and be like, this is coded racist. It's not. It's not. I'm, I hear that there are issues in the inner cities with the families not being together. I hear it. I'm not experiencing it. This is not the case. This isn't the case. This is a father and mother who love their child enough to go to jail for him. By, because they pistol whipped a 15-year-old and Donald Trump let them out of jail to appear for whatever reason. I don't know. Donald Trump while trying to secure the rapper vote, I guess. I don't know. He had some of it already. And Coulter and a lot of his uh, people that really loved him were like, what are you doing here? What is this? Why, why is this happening? But, you know, here's the deal. In a, in, a, in, a, in a bubble, this is kind of fine. If it wasn't the prevailing attitude of all the inner cities to just fling up in jail cells and let everybody out, if there was a, a way to... Look at this in a bubble, and you go, yeah, this shit happens. This is a perfect shit happens story. And the people that are pro the reforms will say it shit happens. It's amazing what is and isn't shit happens, by the way. If a girl at college is sexually assaulted by a white guy, it's not shit happens. It is a Orwellian structure that is oppressed, and there's all of that. But if something like this happens, it's not shit happens. This is, uh, you know, 
I'm sorry, this one would be shit happen. This one would be like, well, hey, you know, people, they have a bad morning. Some of them have a bad morning and they just pistol whip their uh, son's enemy at school. So it really just depends. It's both sides do it. Republicans do shit happens. Democrats do shit happens. Part of our country is deciding what isn't, what isn't, isn't shit happens. That's part of the whole country. That's part of the entire thing. Is it shit happens when this happens or is it you made that shit happen? Or shit is happening for a reason that you could potentially uh, change, fix, alleviate this burden somehow. And I'm no expert on any of this stuff. It is just, it is interesting because this is what everybody believes. Now, I go out with people, I talk to people, I chat with people, we all talk, and they go, it's, the criminal justice system in America is corrupt, it's unfair. Those things aren't untrue. And it's certainly been cruel to African Americans, certainly been cruel to inner city, certainly it is a, all of that is true. No one's denying that. The problem then becomes, how do you fix it without destroying public safety? That's, that's the issue. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. How do you fix it without people pistol whipping 15-year-olds at the school? Which, again, I don't know if I'm against or for. I don't know what the kid did. I'm just saying that's the concern. How do you fix it without uh, destroying public safety? They didn't, they, it doesn't seem to be working in San Fran. Doesn't, it's not really working in L.A. More home invasions now than there have been. Go to any party. I had a Christmas party in L.A. People just, you know, they come in. They talk, oh, a house on my block was robbed. Or, you know, a guy got followed home. I got a, I got a gun to that. No, nobody in L.A. is that creative to make this stuff up, by the way. If they did, the shows would be better. They're not that creative. This actually happened. You can hear what's going on in an area by just talking to people. It's no conspiracy, no agenda. These are all liberals, by the way. They're in Los Angeles, liberals in the entertainment business. None of them follow it up, by the way, with, we need harsher penalty because they're too dumb. They don't even understand what's going on. They just tell you what they see. My friend got followed home with a gun to his head. They took his Lamborghini. And then some of them now have started to go, yeah, maybe we need a... Maybe people need to go to jail a little bit. But... And, you know, it, it, this this idea that you can just let everybody out might not work. Nobody is willing to admit, this is my favorite thing about politicians, they're all certain of the, of the results of everything they do. None of them go, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. None of them. Everybody goes, this will reduce the... No one has... No one has the foresight to go... Yeah, we don't, you know, to be a be a mixed bag out there, be a mixed bag out there. If we if we let everybody out, some people live lovely lives, very productive lives, and a few people will pistol whip kids at school. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. You can't sell that to people. You couldn't sell that to people. You can't. So you just have to go. You know, you have to go. Well, this will reduce the unfair. Treatment, they, you know, and you go, okay, well, people go, yeah, 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 that sounds good. I don't want people treated unfairly. And then the flip side of that is, oh, you maybe you're tied up in the house. Some of those people that support a lot of this stuff are, and it is kind of funny to be tied up in Bel Air. It's just funny. 
It's not not funny. It is human comedy. You support a lot of this stuff. And to be tied up, you know, you're in a chair in Bel Air and they've tied you up and you're sitting there. And you were like one of those people all in. You were all in for this. You were all in for letting everybody out. And you go, I'm always in for what's happening. And then you're tied up in the chair. There, there's an element of comedy to that. And I hope the people that are tied up realize that. I hope they can laugh at it. I hope they can enjoy it for the irony that it is. It is an irony. Ironies abound. A lot of people were anti-COVID vaccines and then they got COVID and died. Now, maybe the vaccine would not have helped them. I don't know. But there's an irony to that a little bit. There's certainly an irony to people that believed it wasn't even real and then it killed them. They're in the the, the bed being like, I got And it's a country we can't even appreciate irony anymore. That's the sad thing. We can't appreciate irony. We're all getting too dumb to even know what it is. And we're all becoming such fundamentalists. There's no irony in Iran, for example, amongst the people that are all, you know, there's no irony amongst the mullahs. Certainly there's maybe some irony in the population if they can get away with it. But that's what happens when you become a fundamentalist country. <clears throat> you know, you basically don't understand irony. You don't, you don't understand that concept. But it's got to be ironic to be tied up in a, in, a, in a home in L.A. while people go ransack through your things. I mean, there's something funny about that, you know? Has to be slightly ironic to be the principal of a school... Uh, that probably supported uh, this reform as, you know, I'm sure there's many good reasons to support it. And then the father comes in and starts pistol whipping the kids. <laughs> there's got to be uh, an irony there. You have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it a little bit. You have to enjoy it. Irony should be like, you don't want to poison yourself with it where you become just this weird freak. A lot of irony poisoning in the mid-2000s at places like Brooklyn and Echo Park. We get it. Too much of it's a bad thing, like the churro frappe. But a little of it is healthy. A little of it is nice. It's tasty. Have a little bit of it. You get a little high. You try it out. Oh, this is what people... There's a little bit of it that I think is nice, and it shows that you're not a fundamentalist psychopath, that you can kind of go, well, you know, well, hey, hey, I guess, you know. I now understand some of those things I didn't understand. I have a little understanding now. Not a great one, you know? You know, no. It's ironic that uh, Panera killed someone with uh, their lemonade recently. And McDonald's goes, we'll kill a lot more people. <laughs> Panera killed someone with this caffeinated lemonade they have. Some poor guy with a disorder went and he had a couple of these Panera lemonades and just exploded. He was sitting there in the suburbs and this poor guy exploded. They faced second wrongful death lawsuit over caffeinated charged lemonade. This is the second person that Panera has taken down with their charged lemonade. Sad. The lawsuit alleges Panera knew or should have known that charged lemonade could pose risks, particularly to children, pregnant, breastfeeding women, and individuals sensitive to caffeine. 
Charged Lemonade, which has more caffeine in its large size than 12-ounce Red Bull and 16-ounce Monster Energy combined. Wow. Has been the center of legal scrutiny for this. I like this. Panera, by the way, which is a basic bitch soup restaurant, is like, we got to get people zooted. We got to get people jacked. Jacked. The lawsuit filed in Delaware disclosed that Brown had ordered Panera's charged lemonade at least seven times over the course of two weeks in September and October. And that was it. That was the last thing that motherfucker did on this floating rock was get that charged lemonade from Panera seven motherfucking times. That's what I mean. When I say these places are trying to kill you, I'm not being hyperbolic. They genuinely are. But McDonald's is, where is Panera will do, you know, a person here and there. McDonald's is in it for the long haul. Cos MCs, I don't know if it'll succeed or not, but it might. I don't know. Um, they're in it for the long haul. You know, so much of me as in closing has been thinking recently about TikTok. About so much of what I've thought of as I've done this show for many years and as I've paid attention to culture very closely, I pay attention to the beginning and the end of things. I pay attention to how things start versus how they finish. Where they started, Facebook, college kids, trying to fuck, the beginning. Now, people that went to January 6th sharing casserole recipes, whatever it is. It's not what it was. <laughs> we can admit that. You know, Instagram in the beginning, look, it's my family. You know, now it's like, you know, we know what Instagram is. It's like, you know, get the tits out, do plastic surgery on your face with the filters, try out the person you'd like to be, present the life that isn't yours, but you'd like people to believe you're having. We know. TikTok started out as a dancing app from China. It was called Musical.ly that became TikTok, where people mimed the uh, hot uh, songs uh, and they would dance. they come up with dances. The dances would go viral. Now it is a place where people are watching babies in Gaza get pulled out of rubble. It's What a journey that has been. This is why Israel is losing support right now because it's like you can't kill people every day, all day on a children's dancing app. If we had TikTok during the surge of Fallujah... People would be like, what are you doing? Stop doing this. And then we'd go, no, 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 you don't understand. It's uh, it's a preemptive because if they, we didn't, then you would, democracy. And uh, and people go, no, 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 we don't care. Well, we, we just see blood every day. We see blood in, uh, every single day. And it doesn't work anymore. You can't kill people in mass on a children's dancing app. These young kids are looking at it going, what the fuck? <clears throat> We're like Charlie D'Amelio used to just we used to just dance. Why is everybody dead now? Why is everybody dead? It's blood. The whole algorithm is blood now. It used to be fun. It used to be the renegade. Remember Addison Ray, renegade, renegade. Now it's just bomb blood, bomb blood. It's a lot. It's a lot. But it teaches those kids an important lesson. That is just the trajectory of any app, any social media app starts renegade, renegade, and ends genocide, genocide. Any app, anyone. They all have their different ways, of course. 
you know? Instagram is the genocide of people's self-respect and dignity. Facebook is the genocide of their mental capacity. And TikTok is just, here it is. Here we are. A lot of death. And that's what's interesting about the journey from where that app started to where it is now. And I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it goes. But I know that it's not going to be the same for the people that have enjoyed it. It's not going to be the same. All the families were together in their pajamas doing the dance and everybody's. And now you're watching carnage from another part of the world and you're seeing up close really terrible, tragic scenes everywhere. You're seeing Israeli hostages in tunnels. You're seeing uh, the murder of uh, civilians in Gaza. You're seeing all of this stuff. On the app now, and it's changed. I bet, I bet it's. Ch- I bet a few kids have been changed by it. They're a little changed, and they're gonna go fuck. And and Cosmics is hoping that those kids sit with a churro, island pear, limeade, spice, crunch wrap, latte, whatever the hell they're doing, and and just watch death. In the in the Cosmics parking lot. That's the hope. That's the hope. The hope is that we can eventually just take the two most addictive things, sugar and algorithms, and merge them. So you just, all you do your entire life is just, is churro frappe and death on TikTok. And you just churro frappe, death on TikTok, death on TikTok, death on TikTok. Spice Limeade, death on TikTok. Popping Pear Slush, Hunter Biden is being treated unfairly. Death on TikTok. Churro from it. And, and that'll, be, that'll be it. That'll be it. That's, that's, that's what they want. Those are the two most powerful forces in American life, the consumption of drugs and the consumption of media. Drugs being food, alcohol, pills, whatever. The two most powerful forces in the American life are drugs and media, and they want you consuming them together. Slushy beheading. Churro death. That's what they want. So with that, we, we wish you merry, merry holidays. Merry, merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah if you're celebrating Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Ramadan. When is Ramadan? Uh, Who cares? Yeah. Uh, happy of it. <laughs> happy everybody. Happy everybody. And go and get some, get some, get some, get a nice fried chicken uh, churro hot chocolate or whatever McDonald's is going to come up. But go get that. Go get that poison. Go get that poison. And then have a little sneaky, uh, go, go watch a little TikTok. I'm really excited about it. The first thing I'm going to try is the churro frappe. But I don't know about you. You might want the tropical spiced uh, or the turmeric spice latte Indians, or you might want a berry hibiscus sour aid. I don't know who's drinking the s'mores cold brew. If you're drinking the s'mores cold brew, now, by the way, how soon is it until you have people walking through the Hamas tunnels with these? <laughs> now, Israel's flooded all the Hamas tunnels, and... 
That's unfortunate. But Hamas used to have these tunnels to get fast food. So they would. They want They want KFC. They want things they can't get in Gaza. So we know we're living in a truly globalized world. We'll know it. Tom Friedman, thank you very much, sir. We'll know we're living in a truly globalized world when you see a Hamas guy and then there are hostages behind him and it's in a dark tunnel and on the edge of the desk you go, is that a churro frappe? 